COVID Incorporated. Commentary. It was Democrat hitman Rahm Emanuel who infamously advised that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste when it's an opportunity to do things that you had never considered or that you didn't think were possible. And, although Mr. Emanuel's only apparent foray into business was somehow making more than $16 million in two and a half years working at the Chicago office of an investment bank specializing in mergers and acquisitions, CEOs have profited from following his ruthless maxim. COVID-19 has killed millions around the world, but the excessive lockdowns that government imposed to combat it decimated many thousands of businesses, bringing some familiar brands to or near extinction, such as Bed Bath & Beyond, Hertz, and JCPenney. On the other hand, pharmaceutical companies made many billions as a direct result of the pandemic. Peloton sold internet-connected stationary bicycles like hotcakes to new at-home employees fearful of turning into couch potatoes. Some companies that had nothing to do with vaccines or lifestyle changes, Firms that one would have expected to suffer greatly from COVID-19 also didn't let the global health crisis go to waste. Investment tycoon Warren Buffett, who recently turned 93 and whose $100 billion-plus fortune doesn't keep him from unhelpfully providing some stamp of approval to the Bernie Sanders socialist left, often at the worst possible times remarked a year and a half into the pandemic that while millions of smaller businesses suffered terrible damage, most of the big companies have overwhelmingly done fine. Mr. Buffett backed American Express, in which through Berkshire Hathaway he holds a 20% stake, on a COVID-19 response strategy of spending a billion dollars buttering up its more than 120 million customers, paired with internal corporate austerity, resulting in a significant stock price hit in the short term. The lockdowns were devastating to credit card sales. But today, American Express's strategy is paying off, with growth targets twice what they were pre-pandemic, and Amex has tapped into a new world of younger consumers. Disgraced ex-New York State Governor Andrew Cuomo recently conceded that compliance with government lockdowns in a future pandemic would be much, much lower than it was in the beginning of COVID because people do not trust the government especially on this issue obviously the consequence of government overkill and arrogance in fighting the virus. Resistance from people who just don't listen, he said, would constitute a complicating factor in future enforcement of restrictions. Mr. Cuomo also claimed, oddly, that while in office if he had issued an order to New Yorkers that you must close your private business and they responded, I won't, well, there was nothing I could do about it. In fact, the New York State on pause executive order Mr. Cuomo signed on Friday, March 20, 2020, included a directive that all businesses in the state deemed non-essential by the government must cease employee activities within their offices before the following Monday. That December, an army of police sheriffs shut down a popular bar and restaurant on Staten Island that responded I won't and arrested its general manager for defying coronavirus restrictions by remaining open for indoor business, in just one example of enforcement of lockdowns in the state. So federal, state, and local governments have plenty of power over private sector operations that they can wield during a crisis despite this latest untruth from a New York governor whose mismanagement allegedly killed thousands of elderly in nursing homes. There is, however, a countermanding factor to popular distrust of government. 
And that's in line with the novel stakeholder ideology seducing some CEOs of public companies. Mark Benioff, the left-friendly billionaire CEO of the $150 billion sales-slash-customer service software company Salesforce, for instance, who has been described as a digital disruptor intent on turning business into the driver for social change, viewed the COVID-19 lockdowns as a public relations bonanza for prominent companies and their hero executives. In the pandemic, it was CEOs in many, many cases all over the world who were the heroes, Mr. Benioff declared during the Virtual World Economic Forum in 2021. They're the ones who stepped forward with their financial resources, their corporate resources, their employees, their factories, and pivoted rapidly not for profit, but to save the world. He was participating in the forum's online panel on stakeholder capitalism, a concept that insists that those who buy stock in and, therefore, own a company aren't the executive's bosses. Rather, the greater community and various woke causes should guide how they run the firm. Mr. Benioff's much-hyped contribution during COVID-19 was getting his sources in mainland China to deliver cheaply manufactured protective gear to American hospitals. The establishment media and colleges in America are now using a new mild variant of COVID-19 as the excuse to rekindle mask mania. If federal and state governments see the new milder form of the virus as an excuse for lockdown power grab 2.0 and once again dictating businesses to shut down, will CEOs fight back? Or will they make like Mr. Benioff, not let a new COVID crisis go to waste, and pretend being against freedom is saving the world?